You're listening to Real Talks Dominate Your Real Estate Business, a podcast for realtors. Every week, your host, Charlie Bengal, sits down with experts in the real estate industry to discuss ways to become a more successful business owner. Welcome back, Amy, and happy Wednesday. Oh, thank you much. So we're seeing... Uh, demand is outpacing the inventory, right? This is mm-hmm. this just continues week after week and the stats that Jerusalem shares. Yeah. Um, she mentioned the uh, inventory crunch. So today I wanted to talk about um, some dialogue, some scripts. I almost hate to use the word scripts because then agents are like, la, 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 you know, when they, when they hear the word script. Um, scripts and dialogues to help agents uh, get more, listings. And we were talking a few minutes before the show about, you know, who gets the most listings. And we were saying it's typically those that talk to the most people, mm-hmm. right? And the busiest agents are in front of the most people. And I think that you and I, um, when we, uh, one of the questions that we ask when we onboard a new coaching client is, you know, how many people do you know? right? How many people are in your sphere? How often are you, are you in touch with them? And occasionally we get somebody that's new, new, you know, new, to, new to a town or they're very young and they don't know anybody. And we immediately think, gosh, we need to get these people in front of more people, right? Whether it's open houses or doing bizbos and expireds, it's the more people that you talk to and the more business you're going to do. Right. So today let's talk about getting listings and the fact that, you know, one of the things um, that I think we need to be focused on is actually getting listings and having the mindset of I'm a listing agent. We've talked before about if we're running a retail store and I'm a real estate agent um, and I've used this example before the pottery barn example, and I'm an agent that doesn't have any listings and I've got my pottery barn store, but there's no furniture in it. Mm-hmm. And I wonder why I don't have any clients, anybody mm-hmm. walk, you know, anybody walking in, but it's like, if you're in the mall and you look over at Pottery Barn and there's no furniture there, but there's four salespeople, are you going to go in? Well, no, but if we have listings, right, right, then you have people coming to you. So we've said, I think, you know, my father said 20, 30 years ago, listing agents control the market, Right. In other words, you always have leads. You always have people coming to you um, and buyer agents. You know, you're you don't really know where your next client's going to be. So but if you've got listings in the pipeline, then, you know, you're going to get sign calls. If you're back to doing open houses, you're going to get people, you know, coming in that way, et cetera, et cetera. So what are your thoughts on? I guess let's start with mindset around I am a listing agent, right? No, absolutely. So I think if anybody listening doubts that part, right? So we're we're speaking to those of you who are kind of struggling with that concept that you are a listing agent. Growing to be a strong listing agent requires skill, right? Which requires practice, which requires time. You can shorten all that by starting today, right? Take advantage of the resources we've shared with you numerous times to make sure that you have a checklist that you can follow. So you'll provide good service once they finally say, Hey, I need to move. Right. I think some people are afraid to market for listings because what if somebody said yes, and then they wouldn't know what to do. So um, take advantage of the resources we have shared with you on the allegianceway.com. Have a checklist, read it. 
What if you just spent two hours today reading through all the resources we've provided to you? I promise you, your skill will grow exponentially. So commit, commit to becoming better at it and it will feel way more confident when you call people. And, you know, we can talk about the, what do you say when you call, but you know, Charlie, I think we kind of psych ourselves out in this concept, right? That it's so challenging. The truth is, Helping people listing, list their homes means asking really valid, genuine questions about their needs right. and their timeline, writing it all down in a place you won't lose it, marketing their house really well, and managing multiple offers in this current market. Yep. And if you don't know how to do that, run ask your managing broker, trainer, mentor, coach. You've got seven days. Practice every single day and promise yourself you'll get better. I'm not saying it'll be easy. I'm saying it'll be worth it. No, I like it. Um, so lots of resources on the Allegiance Way. Click on uh, both the Daily Dose and, you know, get more sellers. And if you're one of those people that has had on your to-do list for six months now to get that pre-listing presentation done, let's get it underway, right? Because that may keep you from picking up the phone, right? This this mindset of, uh-oh, what if somebody does say yes, like right. you were alluding to a minute ago, then what? Then I've got to come up with a listing presentation that I don't have. You know, I'm going to hack up a CMA and use it as a listing presentation, right? Like I've been doing. Um, but let's. Do you, you want know. to make a pitch then, Charlie, to all the Remax Allegiance agents listening? But they oh, about the pre listing presentation. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, it does. Yes. It does. So um, go on to theallegiancewaycom click on toolbox, click on marketing, and you'll find the example there and you can get it ordered. You know, this is a custom project. If you order it today, you're not going to have it in your hot little hands by five o'clock tonight. So get in the queue, right? So yeah. you we overcome this call reluctance of, well, I don't want to call anybody because I'm not because I'm not ready. Not ready. Yeah. Right. So we should have been in touch with our people all along. Yeah. Um, this pandemic has given us the ability to call people when they're at home, they're working from home. I think a lot of us are are more used to this than perhaps we were, but you know, the homeschooling it sounds like is going to be coming up again in some areas just in a couple of weeks, yeah. right? Um, I don't know of too many uh, school districts that are going to be going back, you know, full time just just yet, right? So there's going to be some of this distance learning, so the parents are going to get frazzled again. Um, we were saying at the at kind of the beginning of the pandemic that people want to hear from us. And because when everything was, you know, really shut down, people were wondering what was going on in the real estate market. Mm -hmm. um, some of us took advantage of that time to make those calls and to have those easier conversations, and some of us didn't. But it's time to follow up. And I, you know, I, I, I think that we let's let's do a challenge, Amy. Of can we call everybody in our sphere, everybody that we know, mm -hmm. in the next two months mm -hmm. between August and September, and just have a conversation with them, right? I, you know, I don't, I, we don't need to spend a bunch of time today, I hope, uh, talking about building rapport, right? Just being yourself, calling people. We're not calling expireds, we're not calling strangers, right? These are people that already know you. So you're gonna call them. Um, for those out there that, that may still be concerned about, you know, what to say, um, the Ford acronym, Family, Occupation, Recreation, and Dreams. You mm -hmm. can always start there. Hey, how's the family? I hope when you're having these conversations, you're at home, you're in front of your computer, you're in front of your CRM, you've pulled up the notes from the last time you talked to them that you can refer to, and then you're gonna take notes 
uh, based on the conversation that you're going to have with them today. Because the whole point of the CRM is that you're building this, this database of stuff about them, right? Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't have their date of birth, ask, hey, I'd love to send you something on your birthday. Do you mind sharing with me your month and day that you were born? People are not going to object to that, right? And then you can go to Cheryl's Cookies and send them a $5 uh, cookie card, right? Instead of going to Walmart and getting a bunch, a bunch of birthday cards. So let's get into what to say. We're focused on listings. We're ready. Uh, we've built rapport, right? We're not calling just to, you know, this is not just the reason for our call. I think, a, you know, a, one really good line is with everything that's happened, are you living in your dream home now? Because for so many people, it's like, well, hell no, mm -hmm. right? I'm living in a condo. We have no outdoor space and the roof's been closed and I need a place that I can go outside because, you know, this has been crazy. We've been locked in here and I need a balcony, right? Or, you know what? I love my spouse, but we're both working from home now and a studio mm -hmm. doesn't work anymore, Yeah, right? We're both on Zoom all the time and it's become a real problem. It's time <laughs> to move up to the one bedroom or it's time to move up to the townhouse, right? So I think for a lot of people, that question, the answer is no. Does that mean that they want to move? Not necessarily, right? But as you and I have spoken about so many times, you and I are in tune with this market, right? Our agents are in tune with this market and we're arming them with news three days a week that they can use. We talk about rates three days a week now. We talk about the market three days a week now. And we know that rates are at historic lows. We know that more listings go under contract every week both in Hampton Roads and in the DC metro area, then come on every week. So we know this, but our clients don't know this. I don't think our clients know of the demand. Our clients are not paying attention to rates, right? Unless they've seen it on the news or whatever, right? They're working from home. They're trying to raise their kids. You know, they're worried about their elderly dog, whatever it is, right? They're living their life. And I think sometimes since, since realtors are so focused on the market and we're in almost this little realtor bubble, we don't consider that's not everybody. Sure. Right. Not everybody knows that rates are low. Not everybody knows that inventory is, you know, at historic lows. So as we go over these questions today, I would challenge everybody watching to call, to build rapport, to ask these questions, but to really listen. And you and I both know that that's the hardest part of being a coach, right? And I've even challenged coaching clients at one time or another to wear a certain piece of jewelry or to put a rubber band on their wrist when they're talking to people. And it's a cue to shut up, <laughs> shut up and listen. They'll glance down, they'll see that rubber band down there and, go, and just, just listen. So when you ask these questions, you're, you're paying attention and you're listening for the, the ums, uh, the well, well, I, you know, the, the hesitation, you know, somebody might say, oh, no, we're in our dream home. This is great, right? Thank God we moved up two years ago because if we were still in that condo, we would have killed each other, right? So are you living in your dream home considering everything that's going on? Question number one. Second question, with everything happening, have you had any thoughts of selling, trading up, trading down in some cases? And again, shh ask the question, shh, and just listen. Listen for the ums, the uhs, the hesitation, the this or that. Some people, there may be no hesitation. 
right? Uh, third question, with the increase in demand and few homes to choose from, at what price do you become a seller? I've used this example before. If somebody knocked on my door right now with a suitcase full of a million dollars and says, have you had any thoughts of selling? Here's a million dollars. I'm like, did you bring boxes with you? Because we out of here, right? So we all have our price. We all have our price. I and love that. Did you bring boxes with you? So that would be something for the agent to be prepared with. I have boxes. Just right. you know, like say right. that. <laughs> we, and we actually have an agent uh, at Remax Allegiance. He has um, branded moving boxes. And he brings them to the listing with him, right? He has right. Tom Faison and some, you know, the, all these corporate boxes. Um, so anyway, um, so again, you're asking that question. And again, it's with the increase in demand and few houses to choose from, at what price do you become a seller? Because there may be some people where their price is the reality now. Their price is the reality if you get seven offers like we're seeing in the suburbs. Um, and there's a lot of people that are living in condominiums right now that are thinking about the suburbs, right? And I'm seeing a little bit of a softening of the condo market in downtown DC a little bit nothing major what do you think people are thinking hmm do I want to be in a high-rise with 300 other people and sharing elevators in the lobby and touching the same doorknob that everybody's touched whether the you know the um, you know housekeepers have been you know keeping it clean or not right I mean it's just people are thinking right and we've and we've I think we've all heard in the news that there's a lot of people leaving um, New York City for New Jersey. I've got a client in New Jersey who's like the busiest city's ever been. And it's people yeah. leaving New York for some houses in Jersey. They're tired of, you know, Co-op Canyon and this and that. People thinking about it. So yeah. it's our job, I think, to think, to, to take these thoughts that people are having and to educate them, right? We want to be the knowledge broker. Oh, interesting, right? You won a million dollars. It turns out that, you know, did you know that such and such unit in your building sold for, you know, 950, you know, six weeks ago? So a million dollars may not be, you know, untouchable, right? So, you know, knowing the market because our clients don't. So the, that's the quote unquote script, the dirty word, the scripts. <laughs> so we presented this challenge. You know, what are your thoughts on this. And I don't think these scripts are particularly salesy. It's just ask, asking simple questions. And I think, you know, a show or two ago, you talked about, you know, one of your questions of, you know, do you plan to move this year? Right? Just very basic. Yeah. So, but if we don't ask, we don't know. And, and, I, and I do, I am concerned based on stories that I've heard from agents that they call, they catch up with people. They don't ask any of these questions. Hey, how's it going? Okay, great. Nice talking to you. Click. And it's just like, you know, is that an opportunity lost? Sure. Right? And, you know, once you get through these questions, the last one can be, who do you know who may be looking to sell or to buy, right? Because they may know somebody. And in my experience, if we don't ask, they're not necessarily going to volunteer the information because, again, they're not thinking about it. They're not thinking real estate when we call them, Right. So what are your, you know, we've got plenty of time left to continue to talk about this sort of a thing. So I know you have thoughts. What are they? Well, the, the truth is that there's a trainer from years ago who said, you don't have to be good. You just have to be there, <laughs> which is kind of ridiculous. There's some truth to that, though. And, and I hate it because I am a quality trainer, right? Yeah. 
but if you're not there, that's the first thing. And I will tell you, I started texting um, using the first.io app, okay. texting my past clients and texting people I hadn't texted in ages. Yeah. And they were immediately responding with, hey, oh my goodness, it's so good to hear from you. Yeah, we moved to Oregon last year. Now, I want you guys to understand, I am the worst when it comes to following up with my past clients because I am a coach and a trainer. My right. eye is definitely off the ball. Yep. So I'm not saying I'm a good example, but I may be a typical example. Right. right? I think so. My, yeah. My excuse is I'm running this other business, um, but still, you know, thrilled to hear from me. Uh, but some of them knew that I had moved into a training and coaching role. Had I not emphasized enough that I would also happily help them sell their home. So in my case, it was just being out of touch. It really was. Right. They were thrilled to hear from me. So you just got to be in contact. So don't overthink it. Use any of the scripts Charlie shared. Try them all. Try them in rotation. Call, text, email. Email blast is not a conversation. We've had that uh, talk yes. a lot. But I will tell you, Charlie, the number of coaches who push back on me when I just automatically say call without thinking. Mm -hmm. And they say, really? Do I have to call them? What if they don't pick up? Like they're working, you, like you said, in a small space with another working spouse and homeschooling their children. I don't know that they want to pick up the mm -hmm. phone. And I think that's perfectly legit. I don't think that that's a, a dodgy question on yeah. the part of the agents that we coach. Right. I think texting is excellent. Yep. Right? And I will tell you, I just sat there and texted and texted, and it was incredible the percentage engagement I got. Um, think about how often any of us answer our phones, thanks to all the robo dial right. and everything else. Right. I'm not discouraging calling, but if that doesn't work for you, texting works great. Yeah, and, you know, I would say that um, if they don't want to answer, then they won't answer. <laughs> you know, so um, what if you called? If you didn't get an answer, I would not leave a voicemail. I mean, I think sure. you know, we, most people can universally agree that we hate voicemail. Um, but then maybe it's a little video text. Yep. Hey, it's Charlie with Remax. Amy just wanted to reach out and see how things were going. It's been a little while since we've spoken. You know, hit me back when you get a chance. Yeah. Done. Done. Right. Done. And if you want to get back with me, you will. If you don't, you would. You know, you don't. So, um, you know, if you know some clients are in, you know, I think stressful situations, and you just want to text, that's cool. Um, but uh, I, I, I do sometimes think that people tend to overthink this. Absolutely. Right? And you know that the super driven agents that are like the high D's, right? I'm not talking about the agents that say they're driven. I'm talking about like the high D's. It's like they don't even think about this. They're no. just on the phone, yeah. right? They're just on the phone. Yeah. And by the time, you know, in analytical is like, well, what if this happens and that happens? They've already had five phone calls and they have a listing appointment scheduled. So um, I agree. No, I think that's a really good point about the overthinking. And certain personality types don't. Yeah. They just right. don't overthink it. And here's the thing that I say a lot lately. Our job is not to force people to move. Right. That's not what we do for a living. So any of you who are afraid of being salesy or pushy, please don't. Right. Yep. It's our job to be there when they need us. But if you wait until past when they needed you, calling may not be effective, right? So the more you stay in touch with them, right. the more you'll be in the path of the business when the need arises. Yeah, they may have already moved to Oregon or moved to Arlington or, you yeah. know, this has happened to all of us. Yeah, absolutely. So just 
you got to stay in touch. You got to stay in touch. You got to provide service um, and don't overthink it. Call for no reason at all. I had a trainer say to me once, Charlie, he said, <clears throat> if you called 100 people out of the phone book and said, <clears throat> I'm a realtor and I have no idea why I called you, one of them would list. He said, it's, it's a numbers game. It is a numbers game. Yep. <laughs> yep. So the challenge, August and September, let's call or text everybody that we know. Let's, let's get into a conversation with everybody that we know. And you can have a conversation like you alluded to a minute ago over the phone or over text that is much more challenging over email. Um, but a quick plug for our e-newsletter service, right? So those that are Remax Allegiance agents that are watching that are, have not subscribed to the electronic newsletter, you can again go to the allegianceway.com and click on uh, the toolbox and scroll down to electronic newsletter. And our team uh, develops a newsletter for you twice a month. It goes out to everybody that you know twice a month. We set the whole thing up for you. We use your MailChimp account, but we'll get it set up for you. And it's just a great way to stay in touch if you've not been picking up the phone as often as perhaps you should. So, um, and then other ways to stay in touch, you know, we've talked about the annual home value reports and, you know, many other ways. So this isn't just that, you know, today's um, topic is more about uh, getting listings and having the mindset of being a listing agent and not necessarily staying in touch with sphere. Um, what other thoughts do you have today to kind of wrap this up around, um, you know, I think the challenge is, you know, I, I would challenge everybody watching, how many listings do you want to get between now and the end of September? What's, what's your number, right? And then put that number on the wall in front of you and look at it every day, right? And be determined to do that, right? And maybe that number could be a number to help you catch up from um, when things were shut down earlier this year. Maybe that number is to put you over your record year. There's some people that are having amazing years in real estate this year. Yep. Yep. And um, so I hope that we don't have people that are um, and I and I and I wonder. I think there's also some people that have thought, you know what, this is the throwaway year. Eh, it is what it is. And I'm here to tell you, and Amy, I think that you would agree that it doesn't have to be that way. There's still time left no. to list properties and to sell properties and to take advantage of this low inventory um, for sellers and to take advantage of these low rates for buyers. I think this is a great opportunity still to finish the year strong. It absolutely is. And Charlie, you and I are seeing it. So many of our clients have surpassed their sales from last yeah. year, so far this year. Absolutely incredible opportunities. And I think bringing it back around to mindset, you said, how do you, how do you shift your mindset to say, I am a listing agent? I am a listing agent. And I've shared before the story of uh, a new agent who was pretty strong with buyers. First year in my training program, she had a really, really, did 30 transactions her first year. Really, really strong mm -hmm. year but hated listings and just wasn't sure why. And I said, well, it's because you had one bad experience and you ran away and you quit practicing. Right. So she started practicing her listing presentation. She said, I'm gonna read it out loud to myself once a day to tell the universe I'm ready for listings. Um, there's something to be said for just saying, I'm ready. Just say right. it, I'm right. ready for listings. So Charlie, to your point, putting your goals up on the wall, when you set your, when you, set the time and you start making those calls do have an intention to set appointments. And this is another thing, Charlie, you said, are you chitty chatting? Are you just, you know, being friendly and you're forgetting to ask for the business? That's one step. But I think another thing is if you would just realize that every week when you call, the intention should be to set appointments. 
yes. that will really help you. Um, I had a friend who had a huge, he was on a team, he had this massive database and he called all the time, he was super faithful. And we started talking about what do you, how, do you set appointments? Is that the goal, set appointments? And he said, no, I never thought of that. And that was a game changer for him to just go into it with an intention of how many appointments can I set this week? absolute game changer. So be proactive. If you have not taken advantage of our training to do Zoom listing presentations, if they're uncomfortable, depending on your jurisdiction, whatever COVID is in right. my area, it's extremely stringent. Um, I have to take my temperature before I interface with the public and I have to keep it in a log. And like, mm -hmm. you know, it's really, really strict where I am. Don't let this deter you. Absolutely not. Right. So practice your listing processes every single day. Get on the phone and be engaged with people, be in community, find out what their needs are, set as many appointments as possible, and start getting prepared to have Zoom appointments. Those are a game changer as well. Charlie, I have coaching clients who say post-COVID, they're never giving Zoom back. Yeah. I, oh, I think it's the wave of the future. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And I think it's less threatening for clients as well. And it's a great way to build rapport and to get more business. Thanks for listening to Real Talks Dominate Your Real Estate Business.